Hallelujah. Been a while. Probably you have been wondering, where is Miguel? Well, busy. Really busy. But uh, thank be to God that things are moving along and... uh, And something good is going to happen today. <clears throat> How many of you are hungry? And I'm not talking about the, for the tacos. I'm talking about uh, hungry for the word. Hallelujah. I should have never mentioned tacos. Otherwise, the stomach start talking to you and it just... It's not now. I'm sorry. Shut that door. Don't allow anybody going there now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I see new faces in here. Some of you don't know anything about me. Well, I'm just a servant of the Most High God. Uh, Thank you, Pastor, for those words. But I want to let you know, I do not heal anybody. So if you're looking to me for healing, sorry. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Okay, he's the one who heals. I don't heal anybody. I don't set the captives free, but he does. I serve him, I allow him to, to move and do things that he loves to do for his people. Shall we pray? Jesus, thank you for today. <clears throat> thank you for the church. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I ask you for your anointing. Without your anointing, There's nothing I can do. But with your anointing, all things are possible. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. There's a message that has been burning in my heart for a while. And it's the power of the cross. We don't hear much about the cross of Calvary. But you and I would not be saved if it wasn't because of the cross. It is at the cross that someone paid the price for you and I to be here today. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, and I tell the people every time I'm going to miss some place, bring your Bible, because I base everything on the Scriptures, not on what I think. Not my opinion, but I want the scriptures. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So you need to have your Bible. Hallelujah. Are you with me? I'm just getting started. The Puerto Rican in me is going to start kicking in pretty soon. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Philippians chapter 3. Verse 7. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted laws for Christ. Verse 10. That I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. You could read there in between. I, I have a certain amount of time, so I've got to 
get myself. Hallelujah. I could go on for a long time. But Paul writes to the church. And it's so simple things, but it's for us to understand the scriptures. The power that is at the cross and the blood that it was shed on that cross. That I might, you know, have know him and the powers of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering is very crucial for you and I. Many people, you know, in the past that people had asked me, I want that anointing that you have. And I said, first of all, I cannot give it to you because it's not mine to give. Secondly, the only one who can give the anointing is God himself. Thirdly, are you willing to pay the price? Because many people want that anointing of God, but they don't want to pay the price. It's a price to be paid. Hallelujah. You have to die to yourself. Your ambitions have to go at the cross. Your plans have to be at the cross. They have to be crucified so that you can have that anointing. The anointing God could give it to you no matter who you are. No matter what education you have, God wants to do it for his people, for his church. You and I need to be aware that we are in the last days. Jesus is coming back soon. And he's not coming for a church that is weak and sick and all that. He's coming for a church that is triumphant, that is strong, that is healthy, that is anointed to do what God has called us to do. I might step on somebody's toes today, but I tell you, get over it. (laughs) Hallelujah. Christians have decided where to put the cross. Put it on the, with a chain, earrings, rings, but they don't even understand what's the meaning of that cross. They have made the cross external instead of internal. They have made the, they have made the cross institutional instead of experiment, experiential. It was something that once stood on a hill with a man dying on it. Someone was dying on a cross. And we have make it so cheap nowadays that we carry around, we have no idea. The just for the unjust. That day, God, the Father, performed a judicial act that will last for the past 2,000 years. And we don't know when he's coming. We know he's coming until that day will last. Hallelujah. (laughs) At the cross, everything is level. They fail to see that there is a very real cross for you and me. Our cross is an experience within. You have to have, you could go to church all your life and never experience the, the cross of Jesus Christ. That's why you see people coming in the church and disappear. Why? 
you have to have an experience with the living God. Once you have an experience with the living God, you will never backslide. You have no time to backslide. You have no time to go back to the world. Why? Because the cross becomes an internal experience with the living God. Our God is not on the cross anymore. The cross is empty. Hallelujah. And it's not because your father is a believer, so automatically you're a believer. No, you have to have an experience personally with Jesus Christ. Every one of us will be a son or a daughter of the living God. Hallelujah. Through the cross. Hallelujah. It's getting very quiet in here. When the cross on the hill had been transferred by the miraculous grace of the Holy Spirit into the cross in the heart, then we begin to know something of its true meaning. Hallelujah. And it will become to us the cross of power. There is power in the cross. There is power in the blood that it will shed. Hallelujah. There is no demon in hell to stand the power of the cross and the blood of Jesus Christ. Satan himself cannot stand it. Hallelujah. No sickness, no disease can stand the very presence of the cross of Calvary and the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory. If you don't say something, I will say it. Hallelujah. The cross of power. There is wonderful, wonderful power in the cross. Oh. And there was shed, some blood was there. One drop is enough to take care of anything that you will have. Just one drop. I'm going to share some things. My time is running. Excuse me, but I cannot. I have to run fast. Hallelujah. There's, in the, there's a division of Old Testament and New Testament. Right? Now, I will suggest to you to read the whole thing, okay? How, long, how many times? As long as you're alive. Hallelujah. And don't skip. I don't like to read this book. And I know one book that many Christians don't want to read it. But that book is so crucial and so important. Hallelujah. You have no idea. I will share some of the things from that book. You know which one it is, right? Leviticus. Oh, you have no idea how that book is. See, how would you understand the cross, what Jesus did on the cross, if you don't understand what the law of God says? See, if you understand the law, so in the book of Galatians, he, you know, 
curses everyone who hangs on a tree. But, you know, it's all these things. You need to understand what the law says. Then you could see to yourself, understand that this is what Jesus did for me on the cross. He took the whole curse of the law. Everything upon himself. But if you don't know what he did, it's very difficult. Hallelujah. And overall, so you could see the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And the Old Testament gives you a lot of things, but they are kind of opaque and it's hard to understand, but they're very clear in the New Testament. Very clear. Hallelujah. This is why the cross and the blood is so crucial for you and I to understand. There's two things. Jesus is the scriptures from, the old, from Genesis on speaks about Jesus. Like in the Old Testament says, the angel of the Lord. Who is the angel of the Lord? Hello. It's him. He identifies himself as the angel of the Lord. See, in the New Testament, then I'm going to say the angel of the Lord is Messiah. Hallelujah. But anyway, so you could see what God did in Genesis 6. You know, the wrath of God was on the whole world through Noah. Remember Noah? Our brother Noah? Remember him? I can't tell you the story. You've got to read it. Sorry. In the book of Exodus, then comes Moses and creates the tabernacle. And in the tabernacle, first thing, he made the Ark of the Covenant, right? So the Ark of the Covenant, what happened? What was inside the Ark of the Covenant? Three things. Okay. The manna, the rod of iron, which is the authority, and the Ten Commandments, which is the law. Hallelujah. I'm going to share some things that you have heard in the past, but it's not in scriptures. It's, it's just, I don't know who came up with this. Can't tell you. And when was that? But have you heard this phrase that the high priest went once a year to the holiest of holies, right? He could not go twice. Once a year when God said, see, this is what happens. We have an experience of the blood and the cross. You do what God tells you, not what you want to do. Hallelujah. Very quiet in here. But you see, you need to understand because in there, the Ten Commandments, then the high priest wants once a year and have you heard the expression, which is not scriptural, of having a rope around your ankle? Let me tell you what, the book of Leviticus. Do you know what the book of Leviticus is? Do you have your Bible? Okay. I'm glad you have it. Because in the book of Leviticus, chapter 10, Uh, there was something in there very interesting and also in the book of uh, Leviticus chapter 16 
chapter 10, verse 3, this is after Nadab and Abihu died, and they went not to the holiest of holies, they went to the holy place outside. And in, chap- in verse 3, he says, And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy. And before all people, I must be glorified. We as Christians, we are to understand God is holy. He is holy. The book of Hebrews, it tells us that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is not going to change. So in the scriptures, you and I are the one who have to change, not him. Hallelujah. Chapter 16. Oh, the same book. Oh, it's good. This is good stuff. Verse 11. 16, verse 11. And Aaron shall bring the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull as the sin offering, which is for himself. So, get this thing. Aaron had to kill the bull, right? The sin offering. Verse 15. Says it there, then he shall kill the goat for the sin offering, of the sin offering, which is for the people, bring his blood inside the veil, do with that blood as he did with the blood of the bull, and sprinkle it. On the mercy seat before the mercy seat. So he shall make atonement for the, ho- for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of the transgression for all their sins. So let me just cut it short. He had to kill an animal to make atonement for, his, for himself and his children. Right? Kill another animal, a torment for the people. He will bring the blood. Hallelujah. Put it on the mercy seat. You see, because of the blood, he will not die in God's presence. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross that you and I could approach the living God. Hallelujah. And you and I will not die. Hallelujah. When you approach the living God. Why? It's the blood. Through the cross. So that's so crucial for you and I. Apply the blood of Jesus Christ. You are sick. Apply the blood. Satan comes. Apply the blood. There is power in the blood. Hallelujah. Are you there with me yet? Okay, you following? Hallelujah. Everything points to the cross. Everything is pointing to the cross. Because on there the son of the living God was going to shed his blood. He became sin. Not only a sin offering became sin himself for you and I. 
Hallelujah. That's why it's very crucial for us to have an experience with the living God. Hallelujah. It doesn't make any difference. Nothing else matters. Hallelujah. Jesus became a sin offering. He became sin. The full wrath of God fell on him. Everything fell on him. That's why God the Father couldn't even look. Hallelujah. He cannot look at your sin either. So today, this is what you are going to do. Before I'm done, if there is sin in your life, if you think because you go to church, you come to church all the time, but if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're lost. I want to let you know, today is your day of salvation, okay? Not tomorrow, today. And if you have been on the edge, one foot here, one over there, you don't even know, well, today is your days of making the full decision. I'm going to surrender my life to Jesus Christ completely. You cannot hold back and expect the best from God. See, the promises of God are yes and amen to to the believers. If you have not been washing the blood of God, they're not for you. Sorry. You've got to be born again. You've got to be washing the blood. Oh, brother. Let me go quickly. Only a few minutes. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we heal. There is healing in the blood. 1 Peter 2.24, who himself bore our sins and his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you are healed. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. That's what I said. If you don't know the law, how do you know he redeemed you for that? On the cross, he paid the price for your redemption. He bought you. So that means you don't belong to yourself. Hallelujah. You don't belong to yourself. You think, I'm the boss. Uh-uh. Look again in the mirror. You're not. But you see the law, all these things. But there is one verse very interesting. Turn to Romans chapter 10, verse 4. Hallelujah. Mm. You got it? For Christ, Christ is not the last name of Jesus, okay? Christ means the anointed one. 
For Christ is the end of the law. He is the end of the law for righteousness. To everyone who believes. So the law of God, even though it's glorious, but Jesus paid the price and earned the penalty of the law, so you and I do not have to be condemned. Mm. Because the law will condemn you. Hallelujah. But Jesus Christ is the end. He paid for it. Mm. Every sin, everything that you've done, Jesus paid for it. So why are you feeling guilty? As a born again believer, you don't have to. It's already paid. Take it. It's yours for the taking. Hallelujah. No denomination will save you. No pastor, no evangelist, no apostle, no prophet can save you. Because none of us went to the cross. It's only one Savior. And his name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is the end of the law. Hallelujah. So you and I could be set free. Whom the Son says free. What? It's free indeed. Are you free today? Because if you're not, you're going to be set free. I got more things to preach, but my time is boom. <laughs> Hallelujah. We shall continue. Hallelujah. Have you made up your mind yet? Are you going to follow Jesus Christ? Listen, don't try to fix your life. Allow the Holy Spirit to fix your life. You have habits? Bring them to the cross. When I was pastoring on the East Coast, a young man was brought to the church. He used to go to the AA meetings, alcoholics, right? Their phrase is, I'm not disputing anything what they do, okay, please. But I'm an alcoholic, I've always been alcoholic. Eh, no, it doesn't work that way. Excuse me. I said, you were an alcoholic, but the moment you, you take one step, not 12 steps, one, te- one step is the cross. He took one step. He was immediately set free of alcohol and everything. Nobody laid hands on him. But Jesus Christ did it all for him. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. He's still serving God. Hallelujah. Him and his wife. That happened over 30 years ago. He's still free of alcoholism. One step. Today is your day to take one step. And it's to the cross of Jesus Christ. If you haven't made up your mind... This is the time. But it's not only alcohol. It's drugs. And it's sleeping around. Mm. Hallelujah. Sorry. You got a problem with it? Don't take it out with me. I'm just a messenger. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bring it to the cross. And allow the Holy Spirit to work inside of you. Hallelujah. I brought all my problems 51 years ago. 51 years ago to the cross. I've been set free ever since. I have a joy unspeakable and full of glory. That the world never gave it to me. The world cannot take it out from me. Hallelujah. By the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Depression, that's why I don't get depressed. I don't have time for that. Hallelujah. What for? What do I accomplish? Nothing. Sorry. But you need to pay a price. You want the anointing? Wonderful. Are you willing to pay the price? Give it all to Jesus. Just give it all to Jesus. Let it go. You're trying to work it out, your life. How is it working? No? Eh. Okay. They gave me a signal. Sorry. I have to cut it. Ten more minutes. Could, could you stop it? Could you stop the clock? Well, I'll tell you what. Those of you who need salvation, could you raise your hands? Whether you're saved, perhaps you don't even know if you're saved. Are you sure of your salvation? Perhaps things are going in your life that have not been the best. Jesus is here to fix it. Okay? Whatever situation you're, you're facing, everybody's safe. You sure? Listen, you don't know. You don't know me. You have no clue what I do. The Holy Ghost could tell me, and I will go to you and say, Well, are you really your saying? See, there's forgiveness of sins. You don't have to put any effort in yourself. You just have to take a step to the cross. And I'm here to introduce you to Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. No one? So your life with God has been good? I am glad. I'm glad. Wonderful. Okay. You're saved? You're sure of your salvation? If the trumpet sounds at this moment, are you sure you're going up? Or you're staying behind? You could be baptized. You know, one thing that I tell people, people get baptized as sinners, dry, and come out, come out from the waters as wet sinners. Nothing happens. But it has to be something in the heart. It's in the heart. It's not the outer appearance. It's the heart. Hallelujah. Are you on drugs? I love Jesus, but I still play with drugs, alcohol. Sorry. 
doesn't work that way. You gotta surrender it all. I mean, make a commitment to Jesus Christ, the whole thing. Everything. Everything. And you watch what God will do for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Believers, you need to be praying. Don't look at me. God is dealing with people now. Hallelujah. Because pretty soon we're going to turn for your sickness. Because at the cross, Jesus paid for every sickness, every disease, everything. Everything was paid for at the cross. Ready? I gave you a chance. Okay. Nobody's making a move. Okay. Let's believe God for healings. All right? All right? You ready for this? Wonderful. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for what you're about to do. Thank you, Lord. The way I operate is through words of knowledge. If you have no idea, it's the Holy Spirit will speak to me, will tell me things about your life. No personal stuff, just things that are happening in your body. I don't need to know your personal stuff, okay? Uh, when it happens, I will call. And I, you need to understand. You need to, if it is for you, don't be bashful. Don't be afraid. I don't bite. Okay? But God will heal you. I have seen many thousands of people getting healed by the power of God. And I did not heal any of them. Okay? Between the blind, the lame to walk, blind to see, the deaf to hear, operations that had gone wrong, being God fixed it, operations that have been canceled, all kind of things, tumors disappears, all kind of stuff. Even one person who died was resurrected by the power of Christ. So, see, all these things happen when we obey. This is part of the anointing. Hallelujah. I had it last night, and I told my wife, she is home. Hi, honey. Sorry, I did not address you before. Forgive me. But there's a person here, you have a problem with your left elbow. I don't know what it is, who it is. And some uh, women have tumors. Uh, it doesn't have to be cancer, okay? It's just a, a growth in your body that those growth has to disappear, okay? Listen, when I mention to you, please stand up if it is you, okay? I don't want to play games in here. I don't have no time. I only have three minutes. Okay? So if that's you with the elbow, could you please stand up? Hallelujah. Come here, my sister. The one who has the tumors or growth. Hallelujah. You've got to stand up before I go there and pick you up. You're here. You don't realize. 
left elbow. Okay, where are my catchers? Just catch, okay? What's your name? Donna. Donna. In the name of Jesus Christ, if you're going to catch, you have to be behind her and do not close your eyes. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command this elbow to be healed. Right now, God, touch her now. Move it. Gone? Oh, Father, I ask you, let your healing power go through her right now. And I thank you, Father. I speak to the bones, ligaments, all these things are here to be healed right now in Jesus' name. By the way, there are different things that happen. There are miracles that are instantly, and there are healings, which is gradual, that stay in the Word. Okay? A miracle is like this, but a healing is a process. It's true. It's true. See, my wife is going through a healing. That's right. Hallelujah. I believe in miracles, but God chose it that way. I, <laughs> hello. I'm not God. I do and stay close by, guys. Hallelujah. I tell you one thing, it, it's too many things. Only have 46 seconds. All those of you who need a touch from God, could you please stand up? Healing. Okay, healing. It's not a blessing for this, blessing for that. Please don't. It's too many. Just for healing. All right? Clock, stop. You believe that God could heal you? Yes. Could set you free? Yes. Now watch this. See, I cannot touch all of you. There's no time. And my hands are not that long. But his hands are long. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority over every sickness, every disease. In the name of Jesus Christ, Satan, hands off God's people. Now, be healed in Jesus' name. Be made whole in Jesus' name. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. Even now. Now, do something that you could not do before. Do something that you could not do before. You couldn't bend. Bend. Hallelujah. Do something. Knees, ears, all these things. Oh my gosh. Do it. Don't be afraid. God is here. He is with you. He's setting you free right now in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry, my brothers and my sisters. My time is up. Hallelujah.
Mark could be here for a few more minutes. So, what we're going to do is just have some music playing. Pat, can you come up? And I feel like God's still doing stuff, don't you? Yeah. So, if you'd like to, if you, if you, if you're feeling in the spirit that you're not done. You know, sometimes I've seen when we had the Richard, when we had the healing um, revival in 2008 for almost every night for four months. A lot of the best stuff happened after the meeting was over. And I feel like some of the best stuff for today is going to happen after we're officially dismissed. We are going to have the taco uh, lunch available. I encourage you to come to that if you can. And that starts at 2.50 at at 12.15 so that's going to be starting pretty soon but I'd like to as best you can if you're just going to be visiting to take it into the lobby area and let's have this still be in the presence of God help us to stay focused up here in the presence of God but even if even if there is other noise other distraction other talking I remember being at the Toronto Revival and there was all kinds of noise everywhere but God was God was totally comfortable with it and what he totally can, he, he's not troubled by extra noise. He, he just does fully his stuff. So I feel like God's going to be doing some stuff. So if we can have some of our um, our pastoral altar team come up and help just lay hands on people. And um, anyone that is feeling like there's an anointing of faith on you for, for healing and you've, and you've known among us. The Bible says know those that labor among us among you. So if you, you're known here, um, come in and you'd like to come and help. Miguel will be here also to lay hands on people. And there'll be some more stuff happening. And if he has more words of knowledge or whatever um, like that, then the mic will be open for him to do that too. So we're going to continue this for a time. So God bless you. We love you. Thanks for coming today. And uh, we are going to have a, it, we're going to have a nice, good, messy time up here in the front. So if you want to get in on that, you're welcome. God bless you. Thanks. Well, those of you who need prayer, come on up right now. Come on up. Body, soul, or spirit, you want to